Rapping mimosa, these bars in the holster. Pouring up a drink, put my name on the poster. Women who can rap make you come a little closer. Step out the whip, drop a tip to my chauffeur. New guest on my list, champagne's by my hips. It's time to get lit. Y'all know what it is. It's time to rap, 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 rap and mimosas. Another episode of Rap and Mimosas. Now we are live. If you listen on Your Vibe Radio, what's up? Okay, if you're listening to this and this is a past tense episode, you. Yo. <laughs> okay, we are <laughs> available do? on all platforms. That is Spotify, Apple, any podcast platform at this point. We are live on all of them. Whoop, whoop. And then, of yes, course, sir. if you are watching right now, that means that you are watching on my Instagram live, the La Show Show. Okay, if you're on Steve's live, good old Steve, who I'm going to introduce in a second. Okay, that is also, what is that feedback? Right. All right. If you are on Steve's live, then hello to everyone. All right. Rapping Mimosas, for those who have never caught an episode, is all about having fun. Steve and I is my, Steve is my special guest. We're going to, of course, wrap it up, chop it up about some great topics. Okay. And then we're going to wrap at the very end of the show. Okay, we're gonna do a little something something for the for people at the people. Now, I'm a little intimidated because Steve is an actual lyricist. Uh, don't do that. Steve, don't do that. Steve is a lyricist. Steve done went viral a couple times because of his lyrics. I plead the fifth. Oh, don't plead the fifth. Not yet, at least. Don't plead the fifth because I do have a game. We're gonna play Never Have oh, I Ever shit. Live Come today. On. Yeah, we're gonna play Hold Never on. Have I Ever. Can I cuss? Yes, you can cuss. Oh, there you go. Okay, now we're back to my normal habitat. All yes, right. yes, you can cuss. We live, hey, baby. Yes. We live now. Yes. So, Steve, for those who don't know you, and y'all should know, if y'all follow me for a while, y'all have seen Steve on my page. Okay? In some way, shape, or form, Steve has made a couple appearances, <laughs> okay, on my page, on my story. Uh, at this point, Steve and I are just like, it, 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 we locked in for life. Steve's a homie for life. That's it. I, I'm not allowed to go nowhere, so I've been told, and Steve is not allowed to go like nowhere. Like peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter jelly time. There you go. There you go. All right. So, Steve, introduce yourself for the people who may follow me but not know you or vice versa. Yeah, for sure. My name is Stephen Valentine, originally from New York City. Uh, spoken word artist, teacher, stock investor, all around great human being. Um, I like long walks on the beach at nighttime We're and mimosas. Oh, sorry. We're not we're not at your dating life yet, Steve. <laughs> we are not at your dating life yet. I'm just seeing it in the future. Like I already know. No, what's and, and as you should, because women like you. Women I like you. I love y'all too. Okay, women <laughs> like you. All shades, all hues. They love you. Okay, but we're gonna talk about your dating criteria in a little bit. Okay, <laughs> now, um, you want spicy talk first, or you want the like politically correct like? Let's like, go politically correct because we drinking and stuff. So okay, I'm politically well be, correct. Yeah. All right, so here's what's on the agenda for today. We're gonna treat okay. today like a business meeting. All right. Okay, so first we're gonna cover like the basis of what today is all about, which is talking about being diverse people and the freedom that is found in our diversity. Okay. Next, we're gonna have a brief segment, um, making mimosas with Steve. Okay. Right, how to make mimosas with Stephen Valentine. That's going to be super important because uh, Steve is the mimosa and brunch king. Okay, around these parts. And then we're going to play Never Have I Ever and rap. Now, we have another guest that's supposed to be joining us in a little bit. All right. Um, so when she does come, you know, we're going to make room for her and she's going to jump right into the hot seat. Okay. We're hot gonna... seat. All right. So first of all, Steve, 
for those who don't know, because today we're talking about diversity and the freedom of choice within that diversity. And I, I, I leave it blank as diversity because we're talking about a lot of things. We're going to talk about diversity in the sense of personality. We're going to talk about diversity in the sense of our career choices, because you and I have similarities in our career choices, but we also still do very different things, right? And then, of course, we're going to talk about diversity as far as uh, your dating preferences. So, <laughs> oh yes, diversity is going to be across the board. We're also doing diversity today. You know, Steve, not only are you the second man I've had on here, right, but we, this is an inclusion diversity episode. Yes, okay. sir. All right, welcome, Steve, all right, to the platform. There you go. That other guy didn't look like me, huh? No, he didn't look okay. like you at all. all right, Steve, he did not have blue <laughs> eyes. Okay. There we go. There we go. Okay, no, he did not have blue eyes. My cousin right. does not have blue eyes and a beard and sandy brown hair. All right. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Oh, Sounds I'm describing great. you. Sounds yes. amazing. Yes, okay. He, they did not, like, the beard game is strong. So, first of all, Steve, what are all the things that you do? Oh, this is not the spiciest part yet. No. Okay. Um, so, like I said a little bit before, I'm a spoken word artist, uh, competition poet. I dabble in competition poet. I should say uh, poetry, I should say. Um, travel across the nation and compete in spoken word competitions. Uh, also, just perform locally as an independent artist here in Miami and for Lauderdale, Broward, uh, New York City. Well, you know, whatever, uh, wherever the, the you know the uh, the litness take me. I mean, wherever the poetry takes me, that's where I go. So, um, a little bit of that. I also recently, uh, when the pandemic hit, got into stock investing and things of that nice. nature. So currently getting a lot into that uh, i've always loved business and how business works and and, and just numbers and, and money and finance so that worked out for me and when the pandemic hit i took that opportunity to try to uh, hone a craft that i didn't have before and i think i'm doing that slowly but surely but um so yeah poetry uh and these are like my outside stuff so my regular day job i'm a teacher uh, a teacher y'all teach high school English-ish. Uh, I teach an elective this year, so I changed up this year uh, and teach freshman experience. So that's that is a new experience for me, teaching freshman for sure. Uh, used to, I'm used to teaching 11th grade, so yeah, man, we here. So I'm a teacher, educator, spoken word artist, and stock investor. That's that's me. That's me, man. First of all, follow Steve seriously for all the stock tips. Like that's that's honestly 100. percent Okay, that's one. Two, Steve, you left out something because before you did all of this, there was something else that started with an R that you were doing before. Before, what was it? Before teaching. Before teaching. What led to poetry? All right. <laughs> my dog was a full. My dog was a rapper in these streets. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's get this cleared up. All right. People always ask me this. I started off as a rapper, so that's how I got into poetry when I was younger. I think every person that is a poet has rapped at some point in their time, and then the good ones stay. Actually, let me not even say that because this is a lot of terrible rappers out there. But so the people who like it enough to stay in it stay in it. I realized that I was trash very early on. <laughs> I really was trash. Uh, I was garbage. I ended up stealing somebody's rhymes one time when I was a kid, and some and my cousin caught me. Uh, and after that, I just started writing bars. But then when I grew up and I got older, like I went to college, I, like my vocabulary started expanding. My knowledge of just how beats and how words sound and tones and and just syllable counts and stuff matter. Like I started doing stuff like that. And once I was educated enough to kind of just as an adult, I kind of figured out how to make things sound good 
And then I just had to figure out the bar part. And that came with time as well. So, uh, I mean, I'm way better than I was before. Yes. Let's, 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 let's say that. Because yes. I, was, I was very bad. I was terrible. You remember one of your old rhymes? No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you try. I feel like you telling a, a fabrication right I used now. to steal all of them so oh I don't know oh my them. gosh <laughs> I, used to watch, to... I used to watch battle rap and steal the lines I was terrible I was horrible oh my I was goodness. horrible I used to like put one bar like in there though like so it wouldn't be like the whole thing but then for some reason, that was the hardest bar. So everybody would be like, yo, I remember that one. And then my cousin was like, yeah, I heard it on YouTube. I was like, oh. ah. Like, damn, man. Yeah, you got me, man. You got me. Nah, I heard it on YouTube. Okay, yeah. so. Yeah. Grew up in New York. You was doing poetry or rapping. I'm sorry. Then it became slowly but surely poetry. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then you became a teacher. How did you get into education? <laughs> you don't remember? Because I don't. That's a long story. Uh, so. I'll, I'll just give you the short version. So overall, I always I knew I wanted to be a teacher when I was in high school, junior year of high school. Uh, so then when I went to college, I had the opportunity to join a education honor society. I missed every single meeting, but my GPA in education was so high, it was like a 4.0, they had to get me in. They had to it put me in, like they had to. Uh, and I went to one meeting. Only one meeting was required per year. Oh, wow. I went to one meeting. That one I went to, they just happened to be talking about um, this company called Breakthrough, and it was in New York City. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll do that to see if I really want to be a teacher, because it was a teaching internship for kids over the summer. So I said, okay, cool, let me try to go get that. I look on the website, and they got all these different cities. I just thought it was New York. And in the summer, I lived in New York, so all I have to do is travel, and I'll get there. I'll start looking at all these cities, and I see Miami on there, and I'm like, well, shit. If I'm going to, you know, get outside my comfort zone and do something that I'm not necessarily going to do, I might as well jump out the window and completely. Not the window. So I applied to Miami and I got it. And I went to Miami and I loved it. I loved the experience. I loved the kids. I loved the, peop the people that I met. Um, Miami in general was dope. So, I mean, I didn't have a car, so I had to go wherever, wherever that person went. They was driving all of us. So they were from here, so they knew some stuff. Like, they would take us to spots that were dope like different beaches and stuff like that so it was really outside of my comfort zone but i enjoyed it so much that when i went to go to apply for teach for america i saw miami was on there and, you was and like, i was like this is city. boom and then that internship breakthrough miami was like a sister company or whatever you want to call it under that umbrella umbrella to teach for america so mm -hmm. when teach for america saw it on my resume, they passed me through the first round automatically. I didn't have to do an interview process. Oh, excuse us. Yeah, I didn't have to do <laughs> I was still in college when I applied, so I was like, you know. Well, thank God you did it, because look, that's how we met. <laughs> right. We met in a cra the crazy summer of 2014, pledging Teach for America. <laughs> <laughs> Because oh, that's a fact, though. Uh, that's a fact. That that summer becoming a teacher, it felt like I legit, I legit felt like felt like TFA was like, oh yeah, like we spent that whole summer sun up, sun down, yep. doing yep. things for the classroom. It was barely a day where we had off. I mean, I had off a couple days, but I'm not gonna put that on live because people could watch it. But Lashandra was definitely one of the people that saved my Teach for America me career. And Brittany. Yeah, shout out to Brittany too. Yeah, me she's and out there. <laughs> uh, we, we became like our, our little 
Co- a little cohort within the cohort. cohort within a cohort yeah we had good times right and then we became friends we came down here and now here we are both of us still working education but in different ways you know i left the classroom as a full-time teacher um you're still in the classroom right um and it's it's crazy because now you have like I've watched you grow as a person. I told you, you know, personally, I'm so proud of my friend, y'all. I have watched him <laughs> grow immensely. Okay, from when he first came down here, we were both just teachers trying to figure the classroom out mm-hmm. to being, you know, a top tier teacher, great relationship and rapport with his students, a coach, you know, at the school. Then we started doing the poetry. I said, ooh. Now, mind you, I already knew he did poetry, but when he started to take it like on a he's traveling level, I said. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. We've done business together. You know, we've done our own brunch. As we're gonna have, you know, mimosas with Mimosa, Steve in a second. Then go. But you know, Steve, a question comes up or has come up very often in the course of our friendship. Mm-hmm. You know what it is? What people ask you? What or, people? <laughs> they don't ask you. I'm, I'm, I don't know what the question is yet. <laughs> they always want to know: Do me and Steve date, or have we? Dated? Oh yeah. Everybody, I posted everybody a, assumes that we're just like together on a level. I promise you, I posted a picture with Steve, and I had some people like, "Oh, sis, that's you." Ooh. Then I had it was just a regular person, photo, like at brunch, like at the brunch. Then another person, who, like people who did TFA, was like, "Oh my gosh, I never saw this coming." When I first met <laughs> y'all, I was like, "Wait a minute." The crazy part is, if anything, they probably would have like saw it coming. Like we was all us three was always together. Like, we were all together all the time. Like, even in the groups, they would get mad at us because we always sit together. We always doing activities together. Like, oh, pick a person you never met. We'd be like, ah, my name is Steve. Like, <laughs> like we wouldn't even try that. Like, they, they try to do it. They try to separate us so much. It just never worked. So, let me set the record straight. When it comes to myself and Steve and Valentine, I want to say on air that I just, I'm in love with all the things that you do. <laughs> and that we have never dated okay this never is the, never this is, the, this is the homie for life never uh we've never dated um if anything you know steve got a friend too you know i'm trying i'm trying to get her into the family like and, like listen so all listen. those all, all my all my upstanding fellas out there i'm cute <laughs> i'll let my dog i'll let my dog but no, we are not together. We're not dating. We never dated, ever. We have never dated. Like, um, we didn't, we're never even like, yo, let's try. No. like, no. like You know how people be like, oh, let's try to date. Like, nah, like, why? Nah. Like, why? Like, nah. It just, it, it, it hasn't come. So, biggest thing, all right, and next thing, how do you balance everything? Because I, today I realized I struggled. I'm going to be honest. Today I feel like I fucked up with my own balance. Mm-hmm. And balancing everything is, like, hard. How do you balance everything? Because I'm going to talk about how I'm not balancing everything in a second. What you should not do when it comes to balancing all this stuff. But, uh, okay, so I think I'm comfortable. And like I said, this is the thing. A lot of people can't balance stuff because they try to do so much. Right? They do too much. And they do too much because of whatever situation particular that they happen to be in. So a lot of people, it might be... Um, they want to do so much so they can have their free time, like on the weekends, right? Like they, sometimes they'll do that. Like I want to work, grind 12 hours to 15 hours a day, Monday through Friday. So my weekends are free so I can enjoy myself. That's one. Or they're not fine. Maybe financially they're not where they want to be. So they always have to be on the grind because of that fact. So they don't know where the next paycheck going to be. So then you have to grind. I'm at a place, uh, thankfully I'm at a place where I don't have to 
do that because I'm comfortably um, like very much in a high comfort level of straight. Um, I don't need to do this. I don't need to do that. I don't need to take that call. I don't need to uh, go to this podcast. Like I do shit I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like I get. To, I'm at a place now where I could do everything that and only shit that I want to do. I don't have to do anything, and I think that's the beauty part about a lot of people that have multiple streams of income or multiple hustles, whatever it may be. Um, a lot of them feel like they have to do everything, and I just have to sit here and I can say no to 90% um, of the things that people want of me, want from me, or want of me, or you know, shit like that. So, I think that's one of the parts. Hey, Jack. So we have here um, go Jai everybody. Here, here go I tried Jai. to talk so fucking long so so she could get settled and get in the camera and shit. And I'm like on point. I'm like really on point with it. So um, if you're on live, you may see a little glimpse of her. But uh, those who are watching on YouTube, y'all can see all of her, yeah, right? right? Because we have cameras set up all around the room. All right, Jai, do me a favor for the people who might be listening and watching. All right, tell us. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and we're going to jump right into the hot seat on you. Um, my name is Jai Talia Allen. I don't know the whole name. And I am a artist. I decided to stop calling myself an activist, because apparently activism equals opposition or one or the other, red or blue. And I'm neither of those things. I simply stand for human rights. And I, my medium is curation. Unity showcases since May of 2019 Ooh. for the cause of bringing people together to really show that we can come together regardless of our beliefs, our gender, our sexuality, um, and art is our medium. So we recruit local artists and less local artists to be a part of the events. And, and as of recently, our last one was February, and the next one is going to be actually in November. And that's kind of what I do as far as social activism, but social justice. But as far as, ooh, hear that bass? Yeah, <laughs> but as far as, yeah, I had to turn her up. But as far as what I do personally, um, I love giving artists a stage. So anything that I can do to give them an opportunity to show who they are and get their message out. So I book artists and I have events that I. I've been I've started doing in Palm Beach with a few local well um DJs just to because artistry is my medium and I feel like art is a universal language so why not use that to communicate the message to people so all right. Give, facts, okay. Facts I was supposed to give it up for like we could hear it. Give it up. <laughs> give it up. <laughs> give it up. Go ahead and uh hit the hearts on yeah, wherever you're at. Yeah, the hearts, okay? Right. Wherever you at, go so, hit that shit. This is the question right now is how do you balance it all? So Steve was saying he has learned the power of saying no. I'm going to be honest with you. I have not yet fully mastered the power Get of there. saying no. I try to take on as many, right, different responsibilities as I feel like. Because I feel like I'm like, I'm superwoman. I can do it all. And then what's been happening this past month is that a lot of, like, it'll start off slow at first. Everything has its pace. And then all of a sudden they come all crashing together. So now, instead of just being in a place where before it was like, this contract is operating here, this contract is operating there, now it was like, 
all my contracts or like all need something from me at one time and I'm over here feeling like I'm drowning in it's not even that the work is hard. It's time management because it's like, oh, I got to manage these people for this contract. Oh, I have to create this for that contract. Oh, I have to do that. And then it's like literally if I miss a date or miscalculate a time, I done messed up not just that contract but multiple now because now this contract requires this much time that I was going to allot for that. I, like today I feel bad. Today was not the best day because I felt as if I messed up. Right, I felt like I didn't manage, I didn't pay attention to the minute details enough, and I was stressed out. I was spazzing. I was spazzing. I was about to run out of gas on ninety five. She was. She was spazzing even like, when I got here. I was still flustered, and it, hours had passed. <laughs> I can't believe. Oh like I used to, I started to beat myself up. Um, so balance is key, but I have I have not yet. I'm I'm give, learning to give myself grace, um, because. You don't know how much you can handle until you, like, start to fumble. And the, the goal is never to fumble to the point where it's, like, you can't make up for it. But if you do happen to make a mistake, it's like, okay, I learned. I'm going to do better by doing X, Y, and Z going forward. I'm so glad you're bringing this up because that's literally been my journey this year. Um Honestly, it's been my journey since I started getting more recognition for being and doing what I do. Because as I started getting more rec recognition, suddenly more more people wanted to work with me. Mm -hmm. and yeah, they know they, that name started <laughs> popping up. Yeah, that name started getting crazy. Like, oh, who that? Who is that? I gotta, I gotta check them real quick. Right. Mm -hmm. And I want everybody to be a part of it. And I have to understand that not everybody can be a part of it. Not everybody. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. And that's Ooh. that's hard. That's a hard pill mm. to swallow. Because mm -hmm. um, I know I started from the bottom, as people always like to say. I was turned away plenty times. Yes. So yeah. I don't want to be that person. But I understand that for what I'm doing, it requires a certain level of understanding to be able to fully throw yourself into something like this. That's one. And then two, as far as saying no, honestly, I just started practicing that. Um, as I started getting more recognition, I felt like I needed to do more. So I started hopping in all these other projects and I wanted to just work with everybody. And then I realized I was exhausted. I was like, why? Mm -hmm. And then by the time yeah. I got to what I actually started doing and explaining it to people why I started doing it, I couldn't do it because I was so drained. And when I started speaking about it, I wasn't even happy with what I was what I was saying. So I was just like, you know what? Like, I'm going to just have to take a step back and let them know, like, I love you. I'll be here for you. I can support in this way, which may look like showing up or, you know, suggesting somebody to contact, whatever the case may be. But it doesn't necessarily have to mean that I have to immerse myself in every single thing that's happening in the community. That's why I think it's so great to acknowledge that there are categories. I don't like categories because it creates the idea of separation. But, you know, business, career, um, finance, relationships, spirituality, all of that, those are all different categories that I feel like we need to have leaders in those categories so that, you know, I don't feel like I need to do everything in finance and in spirituality and in art and in all this. Not saying that... Um, not saying that I'm going to basically just like diminish the fact that those are valuable things. They are valuable, and whoever comes around, I'll definitely make sure that they 
that whatever they choose, whatever their medium is, that I'll fulfill it with them. But for me personally, my medium is art. And art can be in different forms. It looks like open mics. It looks like our showcases. It looks like the panels that we host online that are actually pretty... Um, people do panels all the time, but the ones that we do are different. And just acknowledging that I don't have to necessarily put my hands in every single pot <laughs> to be able to be seen for what I'm doing and to be able to be considered valuable. And so that mm-hmm. would be, honestly, that's my message to people. For anyone that wants to get involved, like, if you want to get involved, definitely like get yourself involved in as many things. But once you get there, my lesson, once I got there, it was like, okay, not I'm not going to just... I'm not going to, um, wow, I must have changed thought. Once I got there, it was like, okay, cool. I know what I started this for. Let me go back to that. Let me go back to the roots. Mm-hmm. And that also brings it back to, like, kind of the conversation of 400 years of slavery and oppression and all of that. And it's not a matter of, like, oh, we've been through this. Let's go back to that and let's make sure. It's a matter of, okay, I saw that. I noticed that. And this is what I'm choosing to do, not to be like a highlight of, oh, 400 years of slavery, but to be a highlight of, this is where we are now. I want to, this is where we can go moving forward. Let's practice acknowledging where we are and moving forward from that. And I know that kind of went off a tangent, but the point is for me was that once I got clear on my mission, focus on the mission and that's it. Focus on your mission once you're clear and don't worry about, you know, if you're going to hurt people, because that was my concern. I was afraid I was going to hurt somebody by telling them no, by telling them, oh, my God, I'm going to, I, this is too much for me. I don't have to say, I don't know how to say it's too much for me, but to tell them, listen, this is what my focus is. This is not really it. I'm going to just go over here. I'll help you here and here. And so for me, it's a practice because I feel you with that. When you were saying um, you were feeling bad, like, honestly, I felt bad. Like, I was like looking at messages. When did she say? What time did she say to get here? I thought I was here on time. What? But we have to also acknowledge that we're human beings. And there's that aspect too. People think that, oh, because you're in this position, you should know by now. You should be able to. Nah, man. I just now realized, and I know I'm so young, but I just now realized it's okay to say no. <laughs> it's okay to mess up here and there. Acknowledge it. I mean, you know, do your best to work on it. Don't keep doing it and just be like, oh, I just, that's just how I am. Because I noticed that too for myself too. I'd be like, oh, that's just how I am, you know? You got you to gotta, you just accept it. But I have to also understand that some people are, are not, they don't have the same beliefs that I, that I believe in. Even though, even though my mission is to bring people, to, bring people together, I understand that, you know, we're not always going to agree on things. And if we, if it comes into an altercation or... Something Whoa. that was not an nah, altercation. I know I went deep. Not nah, altercation, but if it comes, if it goes it's into the fistic- like the fisticuffs. Listen, <laughs> if I it goes into fight for the people, not physically. <laughs> well, nah, not even that. It's like, and that's so the that's thing too. Like fight for the people. It's even I've realized that you would think fight for the people would be. People think, oh, it's peaceful. It's not because everybody wants their opinions oh, to be been. out there. Never been. Yeah, it's never been peaceful. Never been. I would, I would definitely say like a big thing is that remembering the mission I think that sometimes like 
I get caught up in the busyness of business. Also, like, I keep talking about normalizing health. Like, I'm at a place where I'm like, mm, LaShondra, you need an assistant. Just, like, <laughs> you need you need someone, even if they're just doing, I don't care if they're doing one hour a day of just organizing and saying, hey, LaShondra, tomorrow, don't forget that, da, da, da. Because I'll organize, but just to have that extra, like, person to kind of look over everything could have stopped, you know, got me to realize, hey, LaShondra, I don't think this is the right address when I, I did a double check really quick. And that would have been like, oh, snap, thank you assistant right right um, like a normalizing that aspect because of the fact that i do so much and i'm diverse in like my platform on i do rap and mimosas and i talk my trash you know i <laughs> I, I model <laughs> from time to time i you know i act i also have my, like you know my nonprofit and i teach i do all of these different things in the classroom outside of a classroom and that thing is like i love everything that i do and it has a seat i think that's the other thing i try to do everything in one season and so I, I i need to start like how we have winter spring fall and summer <laughs> I need to have a summer. I need to have seasons for certain things. Like from this time to this time, this is my focus, right? Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, time from management. this time to this time, this is like the group of people that I'm going to work with. Like giving people their seasons because sometimes are you know different contracts or seasons. Because sometimes I'm just like, girl, you do too much. Like I, I'm frustrated with me because I signed up for it, so I want to do my best and my due diligence. But when you have your hands in too many pots, yeah, you know, you're bound to like drop something um, and. And even if you're doing well and the people that you're serving are not complaining because they think you're doing well, you don't ever feel like I'm giving my all or my 100%. So that balance aspect is so key when it comes to just diversifying what we do. Now, the other thing is all of us are on a public platform in different ways, right? Which means that we have to have a certain amount of exposure right, and freedom of don't self. Get, don't get us started. We yes. pay you an exposure, John. Yes. No, listen now. Did we talk about that? That's what yes. you about to go with it? I mean, what? what, what, what? Pay for your... Uh, no, wait, listen. I'll pay you an exposure? I thought that's what you were about to say. No, I oh. mean... Oh, that, man. That's my advertisement? you crazy. No, I was like... like, like I need another drink if you was going to go into oh, that. Oh, no, listen. Yeah. Listen, because the thing about it, honestly... I'm talking about just exposure in general is that there's a certain sense of freedom we all have to have. Like even doing stuff like the podcast, right? We have to be honest about where we are, what our faults are, you know... Um, vulnerability is going to be key in anything that we do in a public space because that's a part of what we're signing up for. But along with this freedom, like, and I was talking to Steve about this yesterday a little bit when I was talking about real, like, actually, no, I didn't talk to you about this. This is a realization I had based off of our conversation yesterday. I realized that a lot of times when the more free you are with your personality, the more open you are with your personality and who you are, you're going to have people that come and something about it is going to make them want to shut you down. Yep. You know what I'm talking about? Like I, I don't know if I've Well I don't know if I've not experienced it. I think I have and I just don't give a fuck. That's a part of it. I, I run like, like you a bunch of fucks. I think that's what it is. And I think I like people have told me before, it's just like so and so this, that, and the third. I'm like, okay. Like that is nothing that and then I think this is what it is too. It's like if you position yourself in a certain way of what you do, whatever you do, those things aren't dictated by somebody else who is trying mm. to put you down on that spot, then it doesn't matter. Like mm -hmm. so many people are worried and caught up on the fact that, yo, this person's talking shit about me. This person doesn't want me to do this. This person doesn't want me to do that. If, if that person doesn't run what you do, and it's, it's, it's null and void. It doesn't, doesn't, like, how could that affect you? Like, it's only affecting you because 
you feel some type of, or they're making you feel some type of insecurity that you didn't think you had or didn't know you had, and now you're internalizing it like, oh shit. And you, that, but that's <laughs> like, the thing. Yeah, that you I, have I shouldn't to be do this. About. Like, I really shouldn't right? do this. Like, that's the thing you have to be careful about because sometimes you don't, you don't always catch it. Like, I know for me, like, there have been times where people will say things to me, and I'm not paying attention enough to the messenger. Or, you know, I'm, I'm, what the I'm actual hearing, message is. Yeah, I'm hearing what the message is to a certain degree, but I'm not paying attention to the energy that that message is now coming right. to me, right? So sometimes, you know how you catch things later? And it's just like, what that why motherfucker did say yeah. that shit. Right. But like, why is <laughs> they really say that to me? They be low key with their jobs, bro. <laughs> but it's like, why is this person so worried about what you're doing, what I'm doing, how or you're what doing I'm, it, or how I'm doing it? Especially if it's not necessarily benefiting or affecting them in, in a negative or positive fashion. Like, you know, you don't like it, you can keep going. You don't like it, you don't have to look at it. Whatever it may be, I think sometimes you like. I can get caught up on one part and then I'll be thinking about it, you know, reflecting later. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah. I can't believe you let that shit slide. You, <laughs> you should have told yeah, on Yeah, I can't believe you let that shit slide trying to play it cool. Don't yeah, play it cool. No, but that goes into the saying no comment again too because listen to your, also listening to your intuition. If you mm-hmm. feel something when they're saying something and you're just like, I don't know, and you keep going, that's the moment to be take a moment and pause. Should I say yes or no to this? Because I've had that experience too. Um... Do you ask it? Do you ask yourself? Do you actually? Do y'all ask yourself? Dang, why do they feel that way? Like, why do they care so much? Why do they say that to that person? Like, do you ask yourself that? Because um, I don't. In the past, it's gone. This is already gone. Like, in yo, the past, I think I that's why. Like, I'm so like, yeah. I honestly, stress free living is like the way I'm trying to be. Like, that's all. Just stress free. Like. Like, yo, Ja, you heard Ja said that you was the worst poet she ever heard. All right. <laughs> Thanks to Ja. Which like, never happened, ja. but... Like, yo, like, it, like what... It, unless she's holding the bag for every poetry show that I'm ever going to do... Yeah. It's impossible for her to, to achieve that. It's so it's true. impossible for her to really get me off my rocker, like... That's I mean, okay, so listen, who's your favorite artist? Me. What the fuck? <laughs> Who's okay. somebody that like if they walked in here right now you. you would fall to your knees? Steve is not gonna fall to his Shit, knees. Right, right. Unless a Sierra walk in here, I'm gonna fall to my knees. Okay, okay so if like, you fall to your knees for a reason, we I'm know. I know about your obsession with Sierra. Sierra, Sierra. So if Sierra walk in here and she's like, Steve, you're a horrible rapper. I'll be like, damn, you right, but I'm. Not damn, you. Yeah, you right. Nah, I mean, I'm not trying to be on Sierra level. With my craft, so that's irrelevant to me. Mm. I'll be like, damn, this I, I probably not gonna get Sierra now because she think I'm trash. Well, I think I'm whack. Like you know what I'm saying? I like you knew you that like her when she that like cut me off. Like that cut me off a peg to get with her. Like that don't nothing to do with my bag of me rapping or being a poet. Like that don't got nothing to do with me. Right? Because you don't hold the the key to no doors that I'm going through. You probably got some on the back end up there. I ain't up there. I'm down here with the regular people. Everybody so, has their own journey. You know what I'm saying? I ain't like, regular. I set up shit. I set up shit that I know I'm eat off of. Like, and then I, I could put myself in the show if I want. I could perform if I want to. But if anything, I could just have everybody else perform. That's cool with me because I like the arts. I ain't got to be the center of attention, right. and I don't like being the center of attention in general. Right. So if I could create shit that, that runs regardless. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. What, what what's Sierra gonna say to me? It could be Kendrick Lamar himself. 
say I'm whack. He don't hold my back. I want to get to your level, man, because honestly, I let that stuff get to me. Like, I've lost friends along the way, and it's only been, we've only been a non-profit for a year, and I've lost lost friends along the way, and it's gotten to me. It's taken a toll on me. Like, I'll be in deep depression for a month, feeling whatever I feel about it. Because they said you were whack, or they said you what you were doing wasn't making any differences, or like something like not that. that like, they, not that they're telling me it doesn't make a difference. They were trying to dictate and delegate and tell me what to do and what not to do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I slowly shut it down, and then the result was us not being friends, and that's why I get afraid of saying no because I'm like, they're not gonna talk to me after that. Right. I I think for me, um. Now that I'm reflecting back so much more, it doesn't hold as much weight. It just takes time. Like, one, I keep affirming myself and my worth. And like I said, I'm learning to catch on quicker. Because sometimes, like I said, I get caught up on the message. I'm thinking, especially if it's from a person who I feel should have no reason to have strife with me. Right? That random hate. That random hate. Random haters. Y'all be. (laughs) So then in my mind, if they tell me something about myself, you know, like, or even if they're super close to me or supposed to be super close to me, I'm holding on like, dang, you know, it hits a little bit different depending on who it's coming from. But sometimes you have to remember everyone's battling their own demons and projection is real, right? It's easier for me to catch projection from a woman, like as far as like having conversations with women and being like, oh, she just saying that because X, Y, and Z, that got nothing to do with me. Gaslighting. It's a little bit harder sometimes for me to catch it when it's coming from a man. But men will gaslight women. um, And this is outside of dating. I'm like, this is like, there are some men out there who are people in general who are genuinely bothered when other people are living their lives. Doing good. Doing good. Like, Like, you mad that we sold the show out? You're mad. It is genuinely people. It's genuinely people <laughs> out there, and as I'm realizing that I'm actually coming across these individuals and interacting with them, some of these individuals will say things to you to, in their mind, take you down a peg. Some of them don't even realize that that's why they're doing it, right? Because it's so innate and so natural within them that this person's doing good or this person's self-esteem seems high. Let me figure out a way to make them feel less about themselves. I remember I had a guy, he was trying to talk to me, and this was a like clear case. Guy was trying to talk to me, this is back in college, and I was like, I first told him no. Right. Then he kept coming at me, coming at me, they're trying to talk to me. So when I finally was like, I ignored him, like he kept sending messages. I ignored him. This man sent me a message of evil. Like this man was what? like, you're never going to be successful. <laughs> oh, wow. No one's ever going to want Yo, to go in deep. You know the crazy stuff? Like that's the, that's the classic New York, like, hey, oh my, let me get your number. Nah, that you ugly anyway. Nobody wants to like, that's, like, that. that's yeah. like the classic, like, I'm so insecure about myself that I got to make sure but you feel. That, the same way like but that like i'm saying that's the like, blatant saying? that's the blatant one but then you actually have actual men outside of that that w- they'll go around and do it there is weird when it comes from a man it's right. weird when you can realize that this this man don't like me because i'm i'm confident in myself as a woman like there are men out there who be like oh you think you too cute Bitch, I am cute. I actually yes. If I'm, if I I'm not cute, cute, if you don't think I'm cute enough for you, that's your personal business. But they'll open their mouths to try right. to talk to you about it or say things to you. That's where I'm just like, oh, people are weird. Like there are really some <laughs> weird <laughs> ass people out there who, when they see and this, and I'm realizing as I'm like opening myself up more, different energies would try to like. It could be from family. Like I've had families when I was a little girl. I had certain family members who would make up different rumors about me as a preteen, right? And I remember being so confused on why these adults 
would say certain things and it would come back to him. I'm like, y'all are grown women. What's wrong right. with y'all? But once again, it's like when you possess a certain light within yourself, a certain freedom, even as a child, what people try to do is put you in what they feel is your place. And mm. that's something mm -hmm. that comes with entrepreneurship. That's something that comes with the adulthood. That's something that comes with the more free you are to be exactly who you are without subscribing to what society has dictated you to be yeah. as a woman, as a man, as a person in any way, shape, or form. The more people feel the need to try to humble you. You will have people who celebrate you, but you will have people who humble you. And what I'm praying for now is the discernment to decipher the difference between What's being said to me? What's a genuine message that I need to take to heart? And what's a, a moment of you're trying to dim my light because it's brighter than mm -hmm. yours? I mean, it's rough in the moment. It doesn't feel good in the moment. But as time goes on and you take a look at it, you step outside of it. And rather than, oh, he said, she said, you realize it's probably for the better. And honestly, people that made an impact that are successful, it's because they trusted themselves. And, and above all else. Yeah, so... Just find your team. That's what I realized. Find my team. Yeah, you gotta have a good team. Yeah, a real good team. good team. Good team. And stick with them. Even if it's five. Even if it's two people. Even if it's one person. You don't need a whole a gang gang crew. Yeah, you don't need all that to get yeah. to where you need to go. It'll come. So my sure. next this next segment because you don't have a mimosa and you need at least one is going to got be to. Uh, mimosas on, with Steve. Oh come okay? on, man. Let's get So right, Steve man. is going right. to show us. How to make the perfect mimosa. Right, so let, okay. let me tell y'all, let me warn y'all right now. It should be, I was going to say the pre-cut. That uh, these, this is my perfect mimosa. You know what I'm saying? It's not everybody's perfect. You know what I'm saying? When you say when you say the word perfect, that means for you. You got to walk through. Don't forget we got people listening. Okay, okay. We oh, we got people listening. Oh, yes. they on the audio. Okay, okay, yes. okay. So you you what you want to go ahead and do is get you one of these uh liquor store free plastic clear cups, okay? I don't usually use these because uh I pour too much liquor for me to have this little ass cup. All right? But if we got that cup. Don't my cup no, I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying like you I I just drink more than you, I think, on a regular basis. You do. All right. So I get the little, you know, you know, the red cup size. All right, so you're going to just go ahead and get yourself a little nice little little shot of mimosa. Ooh. A shot, a shot All right, so, of mimosa. So listen, so listen, I went with a shot, but I saw that there's more in here, so I'm going to just go ahead and get another shot in there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so we just go ahead and just... It, it's really depending. It depends on how much you got. I mean, we got a whole bottle here, so I mean, mine as well. You you good? Okay, all right. You know, you got to make... You got to ask. You got to ask. You can't just be... Can't just be uh, pouring people stuff and they they not prepared to uh, to drink it or for whatever. The they, they don't want to go, you know, you know they, they don't. All right. So so how I'm going to explain this to people that's listening. I don't know. All right. But we're going to show everybody right here. So, so here wait, hold on. Just to recap. We have we have all we have our. You do it at minimum. Mimosa product. You have your mimosa. So in order like champagne level, it's going to be based off of how much you have in a bottle. If you have a full bottle, exactly. you're going to do uh, two to three shots. OK. Of champagne. Okay. I feel like I should add another one, but I'm going to just do it for the people so they can see. Okay. All right. So we got our two two shots of champagne in here. All right. Okay. So you grab the juice, right? Whatever your forte of juice is, this mm -hmm. happens to be some Tropicana calcium uh, vitamin D, no pulp. All right. I don't drink pulp, so this is a perfect choice. All right. So you're going to go ahead and tilt that thing right there, right? And when the orange juice, you know how you pouring something out of a bottle and the gravity takes it like a little wave on the ocean? 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so what you're going to do, right? You're going to let that wave come. Oh. Let the wave come and let it overflow. Oh. And once it overflow, you tilt it right back. All right, come on. Okay. Are y'all ready? Let me, ready? I got to see okay. what this look like. Look. So when you know how people be like, oh, I don't want to pour. Nah, you just let the wave come. Boop, that's it. That's how you make the perfect nah, mimosa right there. Nah, it's done. No, it's, it done. It's, it's, it's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. That's mimosa. That's a mimosa. Drop two shots of champagne. One drop of orange juice. Did y'all catch that? Wow! This did y'all I think catch I that? Even put more you put too much. You put too much. You put too I much. I put too much orange juice. You put too much. You gotta let gravity. You gotta let gravity play with it. Okay, let me try this again. Let gravity play. Boop. All right, that was even too much, but it it, it do the job though. <laughs> it do the job. That's so it. we're drinking champagne with one drop of orange juice. Right, there you go, right, right there. That's right, a perfect right, mimosa, everybody. Right. Should I don't look know about, that. That definitely about is not the 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 mimosa part. That's the champagne part. Yeah. I might need but to change we, the name you know, of the show. You know, we 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 talking, so we'll we'll just you know make it. Yellow. If it looks yellow, this it's not said, right. It's make not it right. yellow. If it look yellow, it ain't right. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing <laughs> it out there. You notice I only it's get a little bottle of orange juice because I already know. Because you know how what time it was. Yeah. You, you know, know it's going to last. You know we weren't doing nothing with that. We probably still have some left over. Sure. All right. So the next segment, okay, now that we've done mimosas with Steve, or rather champagne with Steve, <laughs> we're going to go into <laughs> Never Have I Ever. Hold on. See, oh, they damn. said that is correct, Stephen. That is correct. Okay. They saying the people said that's Cam saying one to two drops. One to two, one to two drops. No, that's they didn't. It. One to two drops. That is correct. He said that is correct. So I'm going with that. That's not tasty enough. Ooh. It depends on what kind of mimosa you drinking. Listen, if you if you drink about three of them, you ain't gonna have no taste buds left. You don't oh worry about God. that. You, you gonna juice. be. You ain't gonna worry about what the taste of the fourth one is. Trust me. <laughs> you gonna be feeling the vibe. Trust, trust me. <laughs> All right, so the next segment we're going to play is Never Have I Ever. Okay. All right. Well, let me, let me, I think we should probably yep. take another drink. All right, drink y'all taking oh. a drink already? Now, this can be as PG-friendly as you guys want, as rated R as you guys want. Bring it on. Okay, oh, shit. Well, we're all adults Jody, here. Jody, Jody, Jody it, didn't say nothing. I don't know we're all adults here. Oh, that's fine. Oh. Okay. I didn't right. know what energy, what energy she was coming with, but now we know. <laughs> Guys, saying. if y'all have a never have I ever um, and you're on live right now, please feel free to put that in the chat. Um, you can specify who you want it to go to. I'm just going to throw it all to Steve. Uh, regardless. <laughs> wow. Regardless. <laughs> I'm going to throw it all to Steve. answer everything I answer. Shit, okay. okay. All right. So I'm going to start off. I'm going to make it real babyish. Everybody put up their little five fingers. I mean, we just going to play that? until whenever, right. man. Okay. Don't well, we, facts. We, we got to drink at the fifth one or what? No, you got to drink until... Um, everyone, right? No, you got... What do you mean drink for everyone? Uh, all right, so look. You drink for what you So this is how drinkers be. Yeah, right. So if I did it, I'm drink regardless, right? Okay. That's how, so as we as don't even need no fingers. All right, cool. See? All right, Steve. Yeah, see, <laughs> see, see. I know what I'm talking about. Steve just don't want I know want what it. I'm talking about. Okay. We, we used to... Back in right. the day, you feel <laughs> Back me? Back in the day. All right. No, so, know. Steve, I'm like, I'm coming at you first. It's going to be crazy. It's not. It's very wow. PG. Never have I ever taught freshman experience. Are you serious? Yes. Okay. I'm just trying I drink to make for you fun. So. I'm just trying to make you sip. All right, Steve, you go ahead. I'm going to sip either way. Oh, goodness. I'm just letting y'all know how it go with me. I just need a reason. Anyway. Uh, oh, I got to think of stuff? I yeah. thought you had a whole list of questions. No, it's yours. Oh, Lord. I wasn't prepared for this. I mean, you want me to ask the next one, too? Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. never we, have we, I... We, we, we here. You the host. Like, okay, fine. To give us the smoke. Never have I ever dated a black woman. 
Um, Ooh, yes, all right. sir. You didn't know that was coming now, did you? Okay, all right. So we got, okay. So I done got made y'all drink twice. Ooh. Uh, there you go. Ooh. Ooh. There you go. All right. Um, let's see. I got one for Jai. Never have I ever taught a twerk class. I'm cheating. You are cheating. You are a cheater. Like, <laughs> you're throwing I personal Redo. That's crazy. <gasps> Never have I ever been named LaShondra. Like, what? Like, what? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> what is going on here? Yeah, uh, don't do that. Don't do that. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. All right. Uh, let me see. I'm going to give y'all a good one because I said I never dated a black woman. And we're going to get into Steve's dating criteria in a second. Jesus Christ. Because um, that goes hand in oh, hand. John doing it too. But, yeah, clearly. Yeah. Really? Y'all She's answering the same questions. Oh, fine, Steve. All right. And then uh, I'll do one more. Never have I ever. I want to make this one juicy. Okay. Never have I ever done a threesome. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Type of question. Yeah. Yeah, since y'all ain't want to ask no questions. And I ain't gonna lie. I planned. I thought you were gonna ask that, and I planned on keeping a straight face to see if Jai responded we're first. Gonna like, and she did. She fell into my plot. Now she fell into my plot. <laughs> she fell into the plot, people. All right, now before we get into the actual rap of rapping mimosas, um, which I'm really excited for. I really love this uh, song today. Uh, <laughs> Right. So before we get into the wrap of wrapping mimosas, what I do want to bring up, okay, uh, is dating. Right. We have two very lovely people here. If you're watching on YouTube, lovely. you can see Jai and you can see Steve. Okay. And then I know each person is on their individual uh, IGs. Right. Steve. Uh, people ask me all the time what type of woman you're looking for. Man, why don't they ask me? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, why don't they just ask me that question? Why they I ask you? I can't handle I don't know. all they that pressure, They might be intimidated man. by the icy blues, man. They not. They haven't even been face to face with me to be intimidated. I mean, That's do you the want part. to be face to face? What type of? Depend on what they looking like. <laughs> trying to tell you. First of all, that's Jai first. Jai gotta go first. I told you. Why is Jai gotta go first? I told y'all she had to go first. I all made right. the mimosas. <laughs> I knew it was gonna come in handy at one point in this in this podcast. I okay. knew me doing some type of work. <laughs> Look at this one would, on live. Good question. I knew, I knew me putting in work with the mimosas would give me leverage at some point during this podcast. All right, Jago, <laughs> what do you look for in relationships? Yes, I I like to be a free bird. To be honest with you, so if that person has to be welcoming of my lifestyle, and if they can't accept the fact that. I like to do, like, sometimes, honestly, I'll say one thing. I'll be like, okay, I'm going to take a rest. Somebody invite me out. I'm going to go. They got to accept that. I'm wild. Like, I'll just pop up out of nowhere. I'm half naked in front of random people. Like, that's what I like to do. I don't really care about that kind of stuff. I also don't really care about, um, you know, my partner talking to other people. Like, as far as, like, oh, my God, like, if I'm particularly the same dating a man, if I'm dating a man, if he's talking to a woman, I'm not going to say, oh, my God, don't talk to her because it looks like you're flirting with her. That's not, I'm super... Are you talking about, like, them having a conversation? I thought you had a conversation. Are you talking like polygamy? Well, honestly, polygamy, I would say I'm not opposed to it, but I wouldn't be open to dating multiple people if it makes any sense. Like, if you want to go out and talk to somebody else, that's fine. I'm not. We're not married, so... 
you know, if you... So you wouldn't date multiple people, but if they nah. did, you wouldn't care? No. Okay. Now, okay. Man, what's that called? I don't know what it's called. What's that monogamish? called? Monogamish? Monogamish? Monogamish. Monogamish is like we're together yeah. and you date... Oh, Where is Ray? I don't know. They hacking us. They might be. They hacking us, y'all. Because we ain't touching nothing. Ray! I don't know. Yeah, so I'm not like super hung up on like. I know that you're loyal to me because you're coming home to me. So y'all live together. We live together. But y'all not married. We talk about it. No, we're super open. We're super clear. Like if he tells me or she tells me I'm attracted to somebody else, I want to go for it. Go for it. Have fun. Let me know how it goes. I'm not. I'm not like super. Like if we're not meant to be together, we're not meant to be together. So. That's the real issue I don't I know if that heard. answered your question, but I don't, it I don't like know you, either. But it sounded good. Yeah, you, you're, you're open, you're a free bird, and people have to be okay with whatever boundaries y'all decide to set. Exactly. I don't know what boundaries. That's you between have. me and whoever I'm seeing. If we All have right. agreements, might, you know what? That's 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 good too because just because you do one thing with somebody doesn't mean the next person you're gonna want to do the same. You want to have the same arrangement. You know what I'm saying? It could be different based off the person you meet. You might meet somebody like, damn, this motherfucker, I, everything I wanted, boom. Mm-hmm. I don't, now I don't want you seeing nobody else because I already think I found True. you. You don't want Right. Don't so, want. and it'd be, it might be a different person where you go, okay, they might need a trial period. Boom, boom. A month later, you'd be like, okay, I still see some things, but you know, I still, the pros above the cons and da da da. That don't mean that it's going to be the same thing for every person you meet. So, you're right. So, what about the people you meet? I'll meet tons of people all the time. And people Steve. think I'm being nasty. No, I'm for real. Like Steve, I meet a lot of people all what, the time. What are your dating requirements? I'm not trying. To, don't tell me what, about the people you meet. All right. Can I, before dating. I answer that, can we talk about uh, what? It, what does it mean? I want to ask the ladies. What does it mean? And I this pisses me off all the time when people hit me up and try to. I guess not try to talk to me, but then I don't know. Maybe flirt or whatever it may be. And then at some point in this conversation, they'll go. I'm sure you got mad hoes. <laughs> like what is that? Like what's the point of that? They trying to get a feel to see. What's the if point of that? Have a lot of holes. So they want me to say nah. They just want to hear me say it. Like what? Like what's the point of that? I just like to know if I'm the only person you're talking to. See, no, that's a different question. But we don't. You could say. You could say. You could say. It's an indirect way. You could of just say. You could say. You say, Steve, do you talk to somebody right now? I'd be like, yeah, or nah. Well, Steve, you do you saying? talk to somebody right now? Come People on, don't man. like being straightforward no more. You know how it is. Like, like, I'm, just trying, I'm, trying I'm to talking to y'all. I'm talking to y'all right now. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's <laughs> a whole response. I mean, hey, <laughs> look, listen, listen, listen. I may or may not have not had a conversation with said individual that might not want me to say I might talk to somebody right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to be. Yeah, you see what I just did there? No. You, that's, you being around the bus. That's the reason why somebody bush. would say, yeah. That's the reason why somebody would say it seemed like you got hosed. Right. So let me. Hey, you know I had to keep it going. Steve, what's your dating criteria? Because we got to get to the rap. And... I don't think I got a criteria, though. So, Jai went first for you just to say you I don't, don't have a criteria? <laughs> Right, I put my whole nah, feelings because you know out why, there. You know why? Because I, I fucked with what she said. Like, I really did think that. Because there's so many things that turn me off automatically. Like, things like that. Somebody asked me that question. You look like you got mad hoes anyway, so you ain't got to talk to me. All right, then. I won't. <laughs> like, you, you sound crazy. <laughs> like, you sound real insecure when it's you true. say that. And then if you asking me that, and I don't even know you for real, or we never met, or but you really actually don't thought you were going to try to talk to me, 
and you say something like that, you just cut me off from all of that because now I know where your head is at. Now, if I go to a show and I'm interact, I'm the host of the show, and afterwards I'm interacting with all the people that came out to that show, I already know you're going to feel some type of way if we're right. together. Or if we not together and you just happen to be at the show, you're going to feel some type of way. Oh, you was talking to all these girls. You ain't paid me no attention. But I'm like, okay, that's my job. Like, I already know where your head going, where your exactly. head is at. And, like, little stuff like that is just not it. You know Honestly, what I'm saying? Honestly, as an artist, if that person can accept your lifestyle, that's not meant to be. Yeah, and Ooh, a lot, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that can't handle <laughs> that shit. I ain't going to lie to you. There's so many people that I've dealt like, like, not even dealt with, like, known. Just known in general. And they come out to shows and stuff, and we're not even together. We just cool. They come out to the shows or whatever to support, and I appreciate the support. But then they feel some type of way about how I, what I was doing at the show, what I was, you know, what I'm saying, doing. Come on, I I, <laughs> I, I, I perform erotic poetry. So if somebody yells, what, something, what I yell. Say, what you say you want to put on your beard? I, I, all right, that's everybody's favorite line. I, I, if I perform erotic poetry and somebody from the crowd gonna yell back at me and say something, I tell her. They keep playing. I'm gonna come back there. You know, so that, that's that's a part of the artistry. That's a part of entertainment. But I'm you entertaining. Gotta date, you gotta date people that. You saying I'm? Yeah, I'm entertaining. So it's a whole different story. So you. Nah, you don't gotta to, date anybody that entertains. You gotta date somebody that understands you. No, I'm saying I'm saying I'm entertaining in that moment when I talk to the crowd and stuff. Right. Like, that's what I'm saying. So if you hear somebody, you know, they have a problem with that. You know what I'm saying? It's not because now I gotta tailor my. Got to tailor my artistry. Mm -hmm. I got to tailor my poems. I got to tailor my host, but the the way I host shows or the what I say, I got to think about. Now, let me let me be clear. When you're in a relationship, of course, you got to think about both people before you make decisions. But when we talk about artistry and just entertaining people, it's a different story. I'm not gonna go there and go sit on the girl lap and go. Right. You know what I'm saying? Do all types of shit. I respect. Yeah, you know, but... yeah, that, like like that, but. It's a certain level where people got to understand and just appreciate the shit that we entertaining people. We put on the show for people that they can enjoy and they can remember like, yo, yeah, I remember that show. Like, there's so many shows I went to, I don't remember none of them damn shows. But somebody in the crowd, somebody. I'm hoping Whoever it was. I'm hoping that they say, oh, yeah, I do remember that show. Yeah, Stephen Valentine performed or hosted it or whoever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, remember when this happened? Like, I hope that to be the thing. So if I can't be my full self on stage, like that's a whole, that's a red flag. Right. I think I'm, I'm I think I'm more so uh, could say red flags more than a criteria because a criteria means you really looking for some cookie cutter shit, and I don't want to look for no cookie cutter shit. I'm open to a lot of shit, so it's like, oh, I don't want no girl that's that's taller than me. Like, come on, that's, that's extra. So now I just fucked over mad great people that might be taller than me. Like that don't make no sense. Exactly. To me. So I can't have You're no criteria women rule. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I dated I dated a girl taller than me for two years. She was like 5'9". Oh, I'm 5'10", baby. Yeah, it was in college. I'm a happy-ass so, 5'2". Yeah, like, I, I can't have no criteria like that. Come on, man. 5'1", on I'm a like, good day. But I know what the red flags are. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, I respect people. And, like, if they are like, listen, I want to be with you and only you, like, I'm willing to do that at some point. But right now, I feel like, you know, I don't want to be super. I'm. I don't get me wrong. There's that one person that's my main person, but as far as like, ooh, just put it on the table. I put it on the Got table. A main boo. It's a main person. It's a main but boo. There's an agreement that we have and an understanding that we have of ooh. how I do things, how I don't do things. Um, that's real. 
So it's really up to you. And like that's another thing too. Don't be judging people and their their criteria and their preferences and how they do them. Like if you're monogamous, that's cool. If they're polyamorous, po- po- polyamorous, mm-hmm. polyamorous that's cool that. too. So much judgment, bro. Let people live their lives. Well, see I- the same shit like we were talking about with the with the business and stuff. Where I just be. Mm. That's how people the same thing with relationship. I'm not gonna care about all of that. Like, just, see, it's the same. It's just it's just a level of stress free living across the board of my life. Once I start once I start stressing, no, can't right. do it. it's not it's too work. much. It's, it's not, not worth work. it. It's, it's not, not worth, worth it, man. Yeah, it's not gonna work. Why you, you ain't Why you ain't creating. text me uh uh to have a good night? Nah. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I forgot we were in the game. Well, guys, <laughs> I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but our time is coming to Dang, a that's crazy. We was talking wild shit. Yeah, I was talking wild shit. Now, we got to wrap it up. Ray's on the side saying hurry up. Said, so I'm going to just start the beat, and we're going to vibe. We're going to do rap mimosas. I had some. I got some. Uh, I got, I got some, some written joint. <laughs> I got some written joint, too. Oh, boy. First off, keep your hands off my dreams, big dog. You go hard, but you never outshine the star. You claim to be a G, but you stuck in strife. Tried to be a star by dimming my light. Hell no, nah. see, I'll never go down like that. You and your gaslighting ways are some mark-ass bitches. Claim to be my friend, but you're green with iffy. Tried to give me down, yeah, speaking real filthy. But you won't ever stop my vibe. I dim my light, I'm divine. You a sign, so stop wasting your time. Ball shit, real rich, and that's on the most high. And I never slow down, so girl, stop trying. Men who want the pussy try to downplay my worth And women try to hate but don't know my worth That's over, finito, delete it Be careful who you hang with and watch what they give Cause you never know who comes huh? Trying to be a leech off the vibe uh. And you know money. I get you right uh. Get money Words will never comprehend how the pen is pivotal. My visual visions break the realm of the metaphysical. Uh. Oh, you got the, oh, you got the written. I need, I said the with the written. I'ma start spinning like it's been a minute. I'ma uh. ride with y'all like I'm trying to finish. Raising to the finish line, trying to get the back of mine. Just enough to get fine, running on a little time. But I gotta get mine, so you gotta get yours too. Ride with me like you winning. Cause we running to the business, we running like we want it, and we setting like we did it. Certified hustler, natural born come up. Rocking with the best of us, rolling with the both of us, smoking like we customers. Ricky with the Sohegi, cause it's my key, and I got the key. Ride with me like you come into paradise. We on a rise, we come watching the haters and their demise. We gon' be in laying the prize. So, to all the rest, I wish you the best prize. To all the free thinkers, all the best fighters, just wait on yours. Certified rulers in about that fake shit. We about to kill it, we about to get rid of it. Cause ain't no time for the foolish, ain't no time for the fake friends. It's all about the fearless, we wild for the year. We wild for our lives cause life is short and we, we don't know when. But I'ma let y'all know, I'm the real-ish. Cause the reality is, y'all gon' can't handle this real shit. Y'all can't handle this real shit. Y'all wanna be certified fakes and bona fide fakes. That's for the mistakes. Say. I should have rolled the whole joint. I should have rolled the whole joint. Amen. Uh, yo. Yo.
Yo, I'm spitting words to eat the hands from mouth is liquid dynamite. Explosions of my mind, so my hand is just a bomb that writes. Lights, lights, flash and imagine. Detonation of words get twirled. Now to magic. Tell me how the world would be if words could never travel. Metaphors hit the floor, allegories, extended vowels. My brain throws up in my mouth. My mouth spits in my hand. My hand connects to the pen and the right and pops to begin. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, I'm so happy. Thank y'all for tuning in. You know I always gotta end it the same. Rapping mimosa, these bars in the holster. Yeah. Pouring up a drink, put my name on the poster. What? Women who could rap, make, make you come, come a little closer. closer. Step out the whip, drop a tip to my chauffeur. New guest on my list, champagne's by my hips. It's time to get lit. Y'all know what it is. It's time to rap, 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 rap and, mimosas. and mimosas. Thank y'all for tuning in. <laughs> Yeah. Go ahead, y'all. Get on the uh, bars. Get on the that live real quick. Them, them bars was bars. good. That's my first time rapping. Really? Ever, ever, ever in my life. Yo, you, you already know what time it is. You're.